Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. be on us that we receive the promise through faith the Holy Spirit poured out on all flesh to Abraham were precious promises made and to his seed and that's including my name I've made him Lord he's given all I possess we have a contract that he won't forget Cause we have a covenant father Yes, he's our covenant God We are a covenant people Doing his covenant work Through faith we're in agreement family praising our covenant God we're blessed in the city and the field and we're the head and not the tail blessed in the basket blessed in the store while coming in or out, he keeps blessing more. Our enemies have been abased and fled before us seven ways. And he has blessed us in the land he's given us. The Lord has opened to us all these benefits because we have a covenant father. Covenant God We are Covenant people Doing His covenant work Through faith We're in agreement Through faith our blood Is intermingled We are A covenant family Our covenant God, yes, we're praising our covenant God. And praise God, we have a covenant father. Covenant means contract, a contract father. It's a contract that he made with us. Uh, he said in the word of God, 
This book of the law must not depart out of your mouth, but you must meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written therein, for then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Talking about prosperity, this is the Hour of Anointing. I'm David Ingalls. We're talking about prosperity today. Prosperity is received, not pursued. I want you to realize that wealth and riches do belong to the children of God. We are in God's covenant family. Don't be deceived about this. It may be uh, one of the most powerful things that you'll ever learn and a great help to you in days to come. Notice that Jesus said uh, in the scripture that this person shall receive a hundredfold. In other words, we're going to receive a hundredfold. And wealth and riches and prosperity belong to the children of God. But wealth, riches, and prosperity are not to be pursued. They are to be received. Did you get that? Wealth and riches and prosperity are not to be sought after. Jesus said, seek ye the kingdom of God. Seek it first and his righteousness. They are not to be pursued. They are not to be the inner drive of your existence. Wealth and riches belong to you, but they're not to be pursued. Jesus said that they are received. Matthew chapter 6, and all these things shall be added unto you. You're to pursue God and him only. When God is first and foremost in your life, when your whole existence consists of following hard after God and being his instrument of ministry, his vessel to flow through, then you're going to receive, not pursue. Receive your hundredfold return. I want to point this out, that from the writings of Paul, the Apostle Paul, in 1 Timothy 6, 9, we read these words. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Now notice, they that will be, want to be, those that desire to be, those who seek to be rich, will fall into temptation and a snare. Remember, Jesus said in the fourth chapter of Mark that once the word is sown, Satan comes immediately and uh, tries to take away and steal the word that was sown in their hearts. Mark 4 and verse 15. When Jesus listed uh, here uh, these five major devices of Satan, he wanted to draw our attention to show us, to be on guard, how Satan uses certain things to steal the word. He uses affliction. Uh, he uses persecution. He uses the cares of this world. Uh, he tries to draw us by lust into other things. And the deceitfulness of riches. One of the primary means that Satan uses to get the word out of the believer's heart, kind of work it out, is the deceitfulness of riches. Now some people think, well, I won't ever be deceived by riches because I don't have any. Well, if you're pursuing them, if you're going after riches, you're already deceived. The deceitfulness of riches, the pursuit of riches, is an instrument Satan uses to work the word out of a person's heart, and we can't afford that. We're to protect the word in our hearts and in our lives. When I began to discover that I didn't have to try to get prosperous, I began to fully realize who I am, what is mine in Christ Jesus, I began to get these scriptures that I could receive and have success, it suddenly began to dawn on me, I don't have to try to be wealthy or get wealthy. I am wealthy. I'm a child of the living God. I'm an heir of Jesus, uh, of God, a joint heir with Jesus Christ. 
I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. I'm not trying to get anything. I've got it. It's already mine. As long as I keep my eyes on God, he will manifest it as I need it. He'll supply every need of mine from his riches and glory by the ability of Jesus Christ. Philippians 4 and 19. These are wonderful things to be affirming. My God supplies all my need today according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. They that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Now that's First Timothy 6 verses 9 and 10. Notice that Paul didn't say money is the root of all evil. He said the love of money, and that's the problem. You say, well, I'll never commit that sin because I don't have any money. Well, you don't have to have any money to be in love with money. There are probably as many or more people who love money as there are rich folks who, who have it. <laughs> in fact, I'm sure of that. It's not necessary to have money to love it. That's the reason many people are in jail today, because of their love for money. They lie, cheat, steal, kill for it. They'll do anything, legal or illegal, to get their hands on money. And some of them are in jail because they even tried to manufacture their own money. It is this love of money, this lust for money, that is the root of all evil. We as children of the living God cannot pursue riches and wealth and prosperity. It's to be received. If you're pursuing wealth, it's because you're in love with it. You want it. You desire it. You want it more than anything else. It, if it means turning away from God to get it, then look out. You're headed for destruction. The person whose eyes are on God and whose purpose is to follow him doesn't have to go after riches. The riches will pursue him. In Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 2, God tells us, If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. You won't have to try to overtake riches. Serve God and let blessings come on thee and overtake thee. I'm going to prove to you from God's own word that he will give prosperity to, the, to those who seek after him and serve him. There's a difference between taking something and having something given to you. God will prosper you if you'll pursue him and not the prosperity. First Timothy 6 and 10, the love of money is the root. That is, the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith. Some folks have coveted money and have erred from the faith. Paul said that. You know, there are a lot of people today who are coveting wealth and riches, and in so doing, they've erred from the faith. Did you know that? I'm not speaking against faith. What I'm teaching against is error. What I'm teaching against is deceit. I'm teaching against the things which have caused our priorities to become fouled up so that we've gotten the idea that the whole name of this faith walk is just to get, get, get. No, it's give, give, give. Man wrote a song one time, Bickley Reitner, good things happen when you give. You're not to develop your faith so you can get more things. You're to develop your faith to be an instrument of God to give, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Be thou, O man of God, flee these things. What things? The love of money. 
the coveting of money, and follow after righteousness, right standing, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. These are the things we ought to be following after, the things of God, not money, not riches, not material things. If you follow after or pursue righteousness, follow after godliness, walk in faith, talk in faith, walk in love, follow and pursue patience and meekness, God will see to it that you have all the riches you can possibly use. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Oh